Welcome back to Real and Raw with Ben Taylor. My goal on this podcast, if you're new here, is to be able to show you how I am working on growing and transforming my life on a day-to-day basis. In the process that I use called stacking, it's helping me rewire my mindset. This is what I teach, what I show, and what I help lead people on a day-to-day basis. If you want to know more about what I do and how to interact with me, please go to rawmotivations.com. would love to be able to help you move forward in your growth, in your healing, in your development. So let's dive right in. Each week, I'm going through and I'm doing different stacks. Typically, my go-to stack is called a prayer stack, where I'm actually sitting down and walking through how am I changing my mindset and how am I communicating to God about this, about what I think think, what I feel, how I'm interacting. And all of this is to try to get out different emotions, thoughts, ideas. And so I oftentimes alternate between prayer stacking and gratitude stacking of purposely having the intention of being grateful for another person, thing, like something else that's taking the perspective and taking the focus away from me and putting it on something else. So inside of this past week, one thing that I started and one thing that happened on Monday of this past week was starting off with a gratitude stack. And that was on the trip that I just had. If you listened to some of the podcasts last time, I think I mentioned about different pieces of healing, different things that I was learning. But part of my journey this past week was just reflecting on the week that I had before, which was us going to Colorado for two days with family of us just being able to hang out, have a fun and a good time together, going skiing, snowboarding, and then two and a half days where I was also in training and my wife and daughter were there, but they were going to the zoo. They were doing a bunch of different other things while we were in Denver. And so in this time, I wanted to make sure I highlighted and locked in that emotion of feeling connected like feeling good of actually hanging out and spending time with them. And so inside the stack, I mentioned, hey, this was an amazing trip. Just from the sheer fact that I had to be super intentional about what I was thinking about, what I was doing, and how I was showing up for them. You see, snowboarding with a four-year-old only lasts so long, especially when she really hasn't seen snow before and she's more excited to make snow angels than she was to actually snowboard or ski. And so there was a piece where I had to adjust my expectations. I had to adjust what I was thinking. I had to adjust what was actually going on. But it was exciting. Like we had a great time. We we flew out there. We called the whole thing just an adventure. And the reason why we called it adventure is because as we planned the whole thing, uh, let me let me rephrase that. As I planned the whole thing, I planned it several months ago and then walked into it knowing that it was planned, but not remembering and not knowing all the details. So my wife would ask me like, what about this? And I'm like, mm, good question. Let me look that up. I'm not sure. And she'd be like, oh, I'm kind of freaking out. But it was it was awesome. It, it, was, it was a good time. And we did have a ton of fun uh, just going out there. And so a big part was just me changing my expectations and me also like working through that mindfully to be able to say, okay, how am I actually shifting? Shifting my thoughts, my perspective, so that I'm continuing to move forward in a healthy mindset. So the next day, I jump into a prayer stack. And part of this is just saying, hey, I started off saying, like, the reason why I'm stacking this is because I feel like I just can't catch up. Like, I feel like I'm behind. Like, no matter what, the hustle and bustle, the craziness of life, get back, and I just feel like I'm struggling and that I'm still behind. Now, at the end of the week, I still feel behind, but it's okay. There's a part of it that's shifted and adjusted, but I started into the stack and I was like, we just got back and I already feel like I'm behind and I can't keep up the things that I need to do. I'm struggling just to make the basic moves forward. And I started typing in this and writing in this of 
There's just so many things that are pulling me in different directions. And there's so many things that are pulling me forward in a good way, like in a positive way. But at the same time, I feel swamped. And I feel like overwhelmed. There's pieces that are always attacking me of like scarcity mindset. There's pieces that are always pulling me in different directions. There's different levels of stress that's coming with with family, with expectations, with requirements of things that I need to do, with work, with, with a lot of different obligations. And so all of this inside of this first little section here, it comes down to this piece that I start to realize it doesn't really matter. What matters is I need to focus on what is right here in front of me and helping me focus day to day. It's so easy to get lost. Like it's so easy to get lost in the woods of everything that I have to do or everything that's coming down the pipe. Or right now, Kayla is like 24 weeks pregnant. So like that's also this piece that's looming down the road in a good way, but it's also like, okay, added baby, added responsibility, added expenses. Like there's all these thoughts that if I sit and think about it, it'll be easy to get overwhelmed. So a huge piece is like taking it day by day, understanding that I just have to trust that as the day shows up, as the day comes, I will learn and I will get to be the place where I need to be. And so inside of this, there's also this piece of needing to be content and content specifically of where I'm at. I'm always pushing. I'm always growing. I'm always developing. I'm always like very driven. I've always been very driven in a lot of different ways. And inside of work, I'm very driven. I'm like, this is who I want to be. Inside of my own personal development, I'm very driven. Inside of my marriage of what I want, like I'm very driven. Didn't used to be, but I'm very driven now and I'm putting that in all areas of my life. But the downside of that at times is that I can be really, really tough on myself. Like I can like beat myself up being like, I am not farther ahead than what I should be. I'm like running the race and I'm like, I should be at mile marker 20 and I'm only at mile marker two. And then my wife has to sit me down and be like, yes, but you have to remember you started at like negative 100. Like you've you've already run a lot of miles. You've already grown in a lot of different ways. You have to be able to look at what has actually taken place. And this comes from a concept from a book called The Gap and the Gain. And this is a piece that I learned at Warrior 2. And it's along this aspect of we get so focused on what's ahead. Like we get so focused on the gap between where I am versus where I actually want to be that that becomes like the big thing that's actually holding us back and actually making us struggle and suffer being like, ah, this is where I want to be, but I'm not where I want to be yet. All these type of things. And when I realize that when I take a look at the gap, I start to forget the gains that have happened. I start to forget the direction that I've already grown. I start to forget the things that I've done or that I've accomplished or like where I've been. And this isn't like a, oh, let me puff myself up or let me be all excited about it. This is a piece of actually just acknowledging the growth acknowledging like how far I've come. So whether it's beating myself up in business, thinking like, oh, I'm not this far ahead, whether it's in my own growth, whether it's in marriage, whatever it might be. But otherwise, if I don't, I'll feel just stuck. And I type this in here. I'm like, the hard part is feeling that. Like, I still feel like I'm stuck sometimes in a rat race. Like, so much time where I'm not able to keep pushing forward to the level and degree that I would like because I'm just like keeping it going. Like I'm sitting there spinning the wheel and I'm not able to actually get up on top of the car and actually drive it. I'm just there just like pushing the wheel. That's what it feels like a lot of times. And I know the problem with this comes down to a fundamental piece of being patient. Being able to take a moment and actually be patient with life, with where I am, with who I want to be. I'm not a patient, I'm not patient enough in my growth. Like if anything, I'm just more and more impatient the more that I grow. 
the farther and farther that I get ahead, then I start to wonder and worry about what's next, or I start to focus on something that's different. It's really fascinating because in my process, let's talk about this, for instance, in my process of working out uh, in 2022, all the way up to 22, my entire life up until 2022, I had never worked out, period. Like I just lived, existed. I didn't do anything with my body per se. I might have like biked or like run or no, I didn't really run, but I didn't work out. I didn't go to the gym, didn't lift weights. Okay. And in 2023, I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing something. So I started doing pushups and the impossible game for a piece of body in 2023 was to do a thousand pushups in a day. And so I started to work on that and got to it by the end of 2023. And then 20. No, that would have been 2022. I'm all messed up in my ears. It's fine. So 2023 was the first year that I actually started working out, like actually started going and working out gym wise, like five days a week. And then 2024, my body is different than what it was in the beginning of 2023. And I've also been increasing the weight. I've been dialing the di- in the diet. I've been working with like a coach. There's been a lot of different things that have changed. What is interesting with this is as the muscle grows and the fat decreases, it's almost like the mind starts switching it up on me. Like there's growth, there's definitely change, but then all of a sudden it's like, well, there should be more. And it's almost like the more I get more fit, the more I feel unfit. Like the more I grow in business, the more I feel like I'm unfit in business. The more I connect with my wife, the more I feel like we're not connected. It's wild. Like it's how the mind kind of plays tricks on you when we're talking about the gap in the game. Like we're like, oh, this gap needs to shorten. I want to get it shorter. But the more we learn and grow awareness, we're like, the more that's out there. Like the more I can learn and develop and grow and become the person that I want to be, it's absolutely amazing. This is incredibly showcased in my marriage because we have come so far in the past several years. Like in the past three years, our lives have radically transformed, like completely different than what we've ever been before. And so now looking at the past three years, it's it shows me what's possible in the next three years. Like if we can transform that much in three years, then how much can we transform in another three years? And so there's this piece of always growing and developing that as I grow and develop, it only showcases more of what is possible, which in the right perspective can look amazing and can look exciting. And in the wrong perspective can be debilitating and can tear me back down. So there's a piece of this that I'm talking to God and I'm saying, hey, I need help to be patient to be patient, just to see the next step ahead in what I'm doing, in the direction that I'm going. I need to know that I need to take the next steps to continue forward and who I'm called to be and in what I'm called to do. There is a part of me that is trying to limit my mindset, thinking that this will never work, thinking that I'll never get better at this, thinking that there's a part of me that's believing that I'm going to stay stuck. And one of the frustrating things with this is I know that thought is untrue. I know it's a thought that's that's there at times that is not true, that's trying to pull me back, that's trying to hold me back. And so in moving through this process, I'm constantly changing and growing, developing who I am because I have to be able to see the growth. I have to be able to see the piece of where the business has gone, where the marriage has gone, where the body has gone, where the relationships have grown, all these different pieces. And if I don't take a look at that, I lose sight of the growth that's happened. And I get super impatient. So is this balance of always looking ahead and also looking back to be able to see how far I've grown and how far I want to go 
and not letting how far I want to go beat me down because I'm not there already. So this is patience and this trust game. That's one piece that's definitely huge, and you might have already heard it in some of my podcasts, is trusting God is a huge piece this year, and it was a huge piece last year. And trust was the number one word last year. Like that was just the word that God said, this is what you need. And this year, still what I need. And so we're continuing to dive into that, trying to work through what does that actually look like? How do I actually show up? And so part of this, I'm stepping into this being like, how do I work past this mindset? I don't even know what the mindset exactly is. I don't even know what it is doing besides it's holding me back. I see that there's part of it to do with the business side. I see there's part of it to do on the mindset piece. I see part of it is like getting back into a groove, all of these things. And there's this piece here that was asked to me of, do you doubt that God can provide? Like God was like, do you doubt that I can do it? And I was like, no, I doubt what I can do. Like I doubt that I'm even poss- that I'm even able to figure it out. I doubt even that if I can move ahead. And the question came back was just why? I was like, I doubt myself. And the question was why? And I was like, because I don't see the path. And when I don't see the path, I start to think that maybe the path isn't for me or that it's not the right direction or it's not the right thing that I'm supposed to do. Maybe I'm just not smart enough to figure out. Maybe this is as good as I will get in this aspect. It was interesting because the response came back, so then you doubt me. And I was like, what? No, how? And then God made it very clear inside the stack. He said, because I created you. I formed you. I enabled you to do what you have done so far. And even with all that, you still doubt me. You still don't trust that I can do more. And I responded, I thought I did trust you. But I I see that when you put it that way. I responded, you are still doubting and not trusting in me. This is a continual thing. This is a normal struggle that you have. How long will this be the case? How long will you continue to doubt me and what I can do for you and through you? How long will this fear be present? I'll mention back, it hasn't always been there. It's been there more recently. I think part of that is just getting back into the groove of it all. Just starting to work on it to make it happen the way that I want it to grow and develop. I just have to start doing the work to continue that growth pattern and strength to build that up. I know that I can, I just have to continue to show up and do the work. I still feel like if I can just get get my growth and development inside a piece of business, like solidify this piece that I'm trying to be able to understand, that it would change the whole aspect of it. And so the response was, then get your head back in the game, knowing that you are not at a disadvantage at all. You have more advantage than most people because you're ready to step into who you are and who you're called to be. You have a lot of structure that's already been formed. You're just waiting to stand in your truth, but you have to be willing to jump in. So the response was, okay, and I guess I'm jumping in. And so inside of all of this, there is an opportunity that God is all calling us to jump in, into who we are called to be, into what we are called to do. There's been many times that I've questioned this. Am I called to be this? Am I the right person for this? Is it, is it me that's supposed to be talking about this, saying this, showcasing this online? Like, is this, am I the right guy? And inside of this, God always comes back being this. You've been called, you've been chosen to speak this message. Now I'm learning how to be able to phrase and form the words that I need to say in order to penetrate the hearts of people that actually need to hear what I'm saying. Each person that is on this planet has other people that will only hear from them. And I've learned to realize this and resonate with this. And what I mean by this is you might be listening to my podcast today and you might be like, okay, good podcast, and you move on. Great. 
You might be listening to this podcast and all of a sudden you realize while I'm talking, while I'm communicating, and while the words are coming out of my mouth, that I'm the guy for you to help you move from trap to freedom, to help you move from the place where you're at to the place that you want to be. Because there are going to be certain people that come into my life and into my area that will only resonate with me. This isn't a pride thing. This isn't a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm so amazing. No, I'm saying each person is called to be able to speak. And when we speak, the people that need to hear, hear. The hard part is when I want to limit myself, when I want to limit the words that I say, when I want to sound better or when I want to make sure I say it just right or when I want to hold back from actually releasing fire and letting people know, hey, this is what's going on. That's when my voice is silenced. That's when the person I'm supposed to speak to doesn't hear because I'm not submitting and trusting and saying, I will speak no matter what the consequence, no matter what needs to be said, I will speak because I know someone needs to hear. One of the pieces that I normally hear with people that resonate with me and come to raw motivations is just the fact that they say, you're really raw. Like you tell it very bluntly. You say when I'm in a toxic relationship with a toxic guy, you say, hey, he doesn't care about you. Like, I don't sugarcoat stuff. I just say, this is how I see it. A lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that when I'm on social media, I speak about the narcissist being he and the abused being she. People don't like that. Why? Because they want to include everybody. Guess what? I'm a male, so I speak from the male's perspective. I don't work with men that typically are abused. That's just not what I've been called to speak to. So if anything, I help direct those to other men that actually work with them. They typically don't work with women that are narcissists because, well, one, they typically never reach out. And two, because the groups that I have are guys that are narcissists and gals that are abused. And so people get all upset about this, but this, this is so wild. This is so wild. Here, this is like a, this is a rabbit trail, by the way. This is so wild. But what is really interesting is every time I get more clear in my language, let me put it this way. If I start saying they, them, he, she for narcissists, I will have less people reach out every single time. Like calls go down, DMs go down, interactions go down, views go down, everything. But when I start calling out and when I start saying specifically every single video, he is the narcissist. When I start doing that, this is what happens. I get more men that reach out to me. It's wild. It's wild. You get get a ton of comments on the videos being like, not all men are narcissists. Women are narcissists too. Women can be toxic too. And a bunch of like other like BS comments of people that just want to justify obvious shit. But the reality is when God tells me to speak and to speak about certain subjects and from certain frames, the people that need to hear what I'm saying respond every time. Then it's wild because I will do it for a while and then my mind will just start to slip back. I'll start to be more shallow. I won't be as direct. I'll say they, I'll say people, you know, I'll say all this kind of stuff. But when I come out and I say he, I get more men reaching out. Like that's not a coincidence because it's happened multiple times. Like I can see periods of time where I speak specifically, I get more guys reaching out. And then people are like, do you don't work with guys? I'm like, yeah, I do. The guys that hear me, the guys that actually see it and they're like, oh, shoot, that's me. Let me reach out. 
Okay, that was a side note, and that was just random for y'all. Okay, so in in jumping into this piece, there was a, there was another gratitude stack that I was talking through of holding space. This has been a concept that we talked about before, and a concept that I'm continuing to learn and develop inside of our marriage call with a bunch of other a bunch of other couples. One of the guys shared. And Kyle was sharing about how he had this moment where he was having this bet with his wife about if he won this pickleball tournament, then he would get her a car kind of a thing. And the ironic thing is they'd already planned with like the social media team and stuff like that. He'd already bought the car. So like he knew that she was going to get the car no matter what. And so he's beating her at pickleball and like she's just getting really upset and mad. And she's just like insulting him and kind of like going after him. And it's really interesting because in that moment, he's just laughing like he's he's and he's enjoying like her fire. He's enjoying like her being up, not upset as far as like she's like all pissed off. But he, he's just enjoying like, hey, the insults and the things that she's bantering back and forth, they don't hurt him. And the difference is his perspective. And it really just opened up this kind of window of opportunity of me understanding is the more that I'm able to pull myself out of the immediate now of the emotions and pull back and be able to see when my wife is showcasing a variety of her emotions, it takes away the sting of the things that she's saying. So like if she's upset and right now she's 24 weeks pregnant. So like there's going to be times she's upset hormonal, like it goes up and down. Like it, it's just interesting. You know, so so there's going to be different times that these things are going to happen. And when this is going on, when this is happening, if I'm able to pull myself out of it, then I have less of my ego involved. That's like, oh, you just insulted me. Oh, you just offended me. You just said something that hurt. I have less of my ego involved and I'm able to actually stand back and be like, whoa, this is amazing. Because this beautiful, amazing woman is feeling free to show her emotions, to show her feelings because I feel safe. Versus when she shows those emotions and I just get pissed off and I'm just like, ah, that doesn't help her feel safe. And so it's this interesting perspective of when I pull back from the situation just a little bit, not not away from her, but like mentally, if I kind of pull myself out and kind of like think about it in like third person for a moment, I start to realize the reason why she's showing these different emotions, why she's showing and getting passionate about different things is not because she hates me, is not because she's upset at me, but it's simply because of the fact, well, she might be upset at me at times, but it's simply of the fact of she feels safe enough to showcase those emotions because she didn't always show them before. And so being able to have this opportunity to hold space and to be able to say, hey, I can actually hold this space and know that you are fully loved, fully accepted, and you can express the worst, the best, the funniest, the greatest at all times. Just the other day, we had an opportunity. She was getting ready to go out and we were talking for a little bit and she just stopped in the in the in the closet in the walk-in closet we were talking and she just stopped and she was like, ah, and she was like walking through talking to me about something. She was like, ah, this is like, this, this is difficult because I'm being vulnerable. And so in that moment, I'm just like, it's amazing because like I'm holding space and she's becoming more and more vulnerable, more and more open as we continue to dive into each other, how we communicate, how we interact, how we look into each other's eyes when we communicate, when we apologize and don't look away. It's, it's wild. But being able to build this connection is huge. All right, so last one that I'm gonna do because we're gonna run out of time is it stepped into a stack. It was middle middle of this past week. I only get through maybe like a third of my stacks on these podcasts. Uh, stepped into a stack middle of last week and it was this stack of I can't do this on my own. 
coming back in, trying to get back in the groove, having a bunch of calls with different people, having people no show, having people that they just got on, they just wanted to be like victims and they didn't really want to heal or hear anything. They just wanted to kind of like spout for 40 minutes and then jump off. They didn't really want to put any effort into their growth and development. Those like sap my energy. And so there was a piece in the middle of the week where I was just like, this this is dumb. Like I can't figure this out. There's discouragement. There's all these things playing into it, right? And so I step into a session of Splunkna and that's what I learned in Denver the week before. And so it's interesting. So I did this session with my wife on me. So I'm like working on my problems, my issues, my mindset. And what came out of it was this thought process of I can't do this on my own. Okay, this lie. And so I stepped into that session frustrated. I wanted to blame it on other things. Just somebody trying to find reasons and excuses to just give up. I couldn't feel out the answers. I couldn't figure out what I was looking for. It just seemed too hard. I was getting frustrated. I just wanted to quit in the session. I was like, I just want to quit. This is how it feels in life a little bit. The difference is not that I'm ready to quit. I just think that it's ingrained in me to keep going. It's to keep driving forward. It's what I'm going to do. It is just the desperation of feeling like I'm doing everything right and nothing is working. Like nothing is happening. Like I'm still trying to do so much. I'm still trying to grow in so many different areas and it feels like I'm failing every single day. Like even when I'm winning, a lot of times it feels like I'm failing. I feel like I'm spinning. I feel like I'm tired. Like I'm I'm looking at the business and I'm like, let me just work harder. And But it, it's only like 2X mindset. It's not 10X of like how I actually want to grow and develop. And there's this piece of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know how to shift my focus. Like I don't know how, to, how I need to pivot. Like it was just really, really, really frustrating. And so part of this was walking through this entire session and getting down to this piece where I created this lie. And I created this lie that said, I can't do this on my own. So I went through this entire process of identifying. It took me a long time to identify the lie. Like it was probably like an hour, hour and a half session. I went through, identified the lie. Then I had to break it, renounce it, be like, okay, I break all agreements with this lie. Like this lie is not going to have seat and root in my life anymore. Now, let me talk to you a little bit about this lie. This lie is I can't do this on my own. This is not a piece of me switching the lie being like, I can do this on my own, meaning that I'm doing this apart from God and apart from friends, family, like apart from people helping me. It's not me jumping into this like, oh, I can do everything, like ego kind of thing. Instead, it's this piece where I was telling myself a lie that I can't do this on my own, meaning I need other people to help support me. I need other people to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I need other people to be able to fix and see things that I can't see. And it was this piece of, I don't. Now, I don't mean that like I don't need anyone because I've been reaching out for advice. I've been talking to different brothers and warrior. Like I've been actively searching out. But there was also this piece of me that was like looking for a missing piece. Being like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I need something else. When in reality, I just need to go. I just need to believe and do what I do on a day-to-day basis. I need to show up and say, this is how I'm going to live. This is how I'm going to show up. This is who I'm going to serve. And I'm going to do it every single day consistently, no matter what. And so inside of this lie, it came down to this fact of, I can't do this on my own. And the lie that I broke was going through the process of understanding, I can do this. Like I have the confidence to show up in who I am called to be. And when I run away from that, going back to what I was talking about earlier, people don't hear. Like people don't hear what they need to hear. Not that I have all the answers, but some people, again, will only resonate with what I speak. 
Some of you that are listening right now have worked with me or are working with me because you have resonated with what I say, with how I speak, with how I talk, with the words that come out. And as I continue to speak and communicate more and more and more, more of it comes out in a way that's going to resonate with the people that God has called me to serve. And that means some of you listening need to reach out. You need to raise your hand and be able to say, hey, I resonate with you, I wanna work with you, and I wanna move forward because I am committed to healing, growth, change, and transforming my life from the inside out. Whether you're the toxic person in the relationship and you're trying to figure out how do I go from abusing and hurting and lying and cheating on my wife to the abused person, you're like, how do I even get free mentally and emotionally from him because he's still taking up free real estate in my mind and I don't know how to be free. Like, regardless of that, I want to be able to help you move forward. If you're a man listening to this and you have narcissistic tendencies or you're scared of that word and you're just a liar or a cheater and you're like, I don't know what to do, how to stop my family and my life from burning to the ground, then go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones and there's a button there that says, if you're a man, click here and it'll walk you through just a short video that I put together for you to be able to listen to and see if you're a good fit. If you're a woman that's listening today, you can do the same thing. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-one. There's a, a button there for, if you're a woman, click here. That way I can talk to you as well. If you're inside a toxic relationship, if you're outside a toxic relationship and you feel trapped mentally and emotionally, feel free to be able to tune in every single week to a webinar that I run. It's a 60-minute masterclass of me walking through the things that have changed my life, that have transformed my life, and that have helped me move forward in the healing process, and how I actually teach and help liberate women to go from trap to freedom on a day-to-day basis. You can go to rawmotivations.com slash webinar, and that'll give you the info, that'll give you the link, so you can actually sign up and you can attend. I typically do one a week that you can just join, you can jump in, you can see what I'm talking about, what I'm offering, and how I'm actually helping break people free. It's a free masterclass for you to be able to jump in, be able to go through it, be able to see what I do, how I interact, and how I teach. If that resonates with you, please reach out. All right, hopefully this has helped today just in showcasing and sharing this is what is happening in my life. I don't hold anything back, I just share this is the shit that's going on inside. This is what I'm working through. This is what I'm struggling through this week and today. If anything, my goal is to help give you permission for you to be able to show up for you, for you to be able to say, hey, I'm actually gonna engage with my feelings, with my emotions, with how I'm actually dealing and processing things. And if that's you today and you want help with that, then reach out. There's a couple of things I just said earlier. Reach out because you need to move forward in the healing process. Don't stay stuck.